You are now listening to the Unstucked Podcast, where we teach you actionable steps to get unstuck in your life, career, finances, and business. Here's your host, Khalil Dumas. If inflation has you down, I wrote an article for Chime talking about different ways to capitalize your finances in this hyperinflation environment. Go read it. Let me know what you think. Also, I have two events coming up. One of them is in LA at the Aster, which is a private members club. I will be on a panel with Gabby from Corporate Quitter, Tiff Knighton from Brand Curators, and Hannah from Salary Transparent Street. Really excited. So if you're in LA, let me know and I can work on getting you some tickets. It'll be a free event. So come out if you can. The second event is at Powell's Books in Beaverton, Oregon, which is really close to Portland, where I'm interviewing Tori Dunlap of Her First 100K on her New York Times instant bestseller, Financial Feminist. So if you can get to either event, I'd love to see you there. Now on to the episode. Hello, everyone. Two solo episodes in a row. What is going on? Well, truthfully, (laughs) things have been really busy. Like I mentioned last time, we've been growing the team here at Unstucked. And, you know, when you onboard new people, when we've been doing things like improving our payroll processes, and we've been, you know, just setting up our company, things get busy. This may come to a surprise, but I'm really the only person producing the show. I'm the person doing guest outreach. The only thing I'm not doing is the audio editing. Shout out to Tony. So just wanted to start there. Like this show is a lot of work and sometimes it catches up with me and The beautiful part is that I can just hop on the mic solo sometimes when I don't have a guest or a guest cancels last minute. So definitely working on those processes. Like I mentioned last episode, I told you I hired an executive assistant, Holly, who's been wonderful and will kind of help me scale the show, get more guests. But I told you at the top of the year, a big theme of this year was more solo episodes. So that's what we're doing today. And something that's been on my mind quite a bit and something that I've been seeing a lot is entrepreneurship or starting your own business is kind of this cure-all life that is problem-free, right? Everyone wants to quit their corporate job. Everyone wants to start their own business. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. And one of the biggest things and one of the things that I always educate people on is entrepreneurship doesn't solve all of your problems that you face in corporate, that you face with the patriarchy, that you may even face in your financial lives. If anything, entrepreneurship can actually make a lot of those things worse And I wanted to talk to you today about that, but also give you some hope in terms of how entrepreneurship can be positive, how it can improve your life, how it's improved my life, how it's improved many people's lives around me. But I've also equally seen it go the complete opposite direction. I've seen people spiral into depression. I've seen people make really rash decisions before they were ready to open their business. Not to say that they can never come back from these things, but I think if people had a more accurate look at what entrepreneurship looks like, they may be able to make a better informed decision on whether or not that's for them. So let's get into it. I'm about a year into running my own business full-time. As I mentioned in the show prior, I've had startups, right? I've worked corporate, but in all the situations, I had a team, I had someone to rely on. In this situation, you know, while I have a team, I am the person that's essentially bearing the brunt of the stress, making sure that things are getting done. And I think that gets forgotten a lot. So like, what does that look like, right? In a given week, right, there's obviously the simple things like creating content, servicing your offerings. I have multiple clients that, you know, I've picked very carefully now because I knew, right, your clients can throw you right back into a corporate environment. What do I mean by that? If you are still attracting the same type of people that you might have attracted in corporate, 
by not setting your boundaries, by, you know, maybe having a more negative mindset. When you become an entrepreneur, that becomes even more amplified. And it's because at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. A lot of the times, if you forget to do those things, you can recreate kind of the same toxic environment that you've been accustomed to in corporate America within your own business. In many ways, I did that starting off by working a lot, by just really doing too much in the beginnings. And I can argue that I still kind of fluctuate there at times, but I'm really good at getting myself back to why I did this in the first place. And why I'm doing this in the first place is not only to educate and help people, but it's so that I have more time freedom. I can spend more time with my family. Obviously, the big elephant in the room is so that I can make more money. I have more control over my money. This past tax season was a very eye-opening experience to really realize how much of our money is siphoned off when you work a corporate job. It's not a bad thing. I think in a lot of ways, there are some benefits to it. But you own more of your cash when you have your own business. And it's something that's been really eye-opening and you know, one of the reasons why I did this was to increase my income. You know, a lot of people become entrepreneurs just for that reason alone. I wouldn't say that's my sole reason. There's a lot more there, but that is a big reason for it. The next thing is people really want to escape that kind of toxic environment that they've dealt with within corporate. And like I mentioned earlier, you can just as easily recreate that if you're not careful, if you don't set boundaries. Early on, I did sign on some clients just because I wanted the cash. I wanted to feel a little bit stable, but I started to realize that those clients were not serving me. They were going against the values that I originally had. And I ultimately ended up cutting my income in half pretty early just so I could rebuild. And I'm so happy I did that. You know, hindsight's 2020. It was a lot harder in the moment to make that decision. But these are some of the lessons that I hope you listen to and hope you glean from this mini episode today is really understanding that entrepreneurship isn't your cure-all for corporate. That's kind of the first part that I wanted to open up with and really talk to you about. I just see viral content constantly about this topic of like, you know, I quit corporate and now I make, you know, multi-six figures. And the things they don't tell you is when you do those things, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes. I'll just kind of open up the veil for you here. As a multi-six figure business owner today, like I mentioned earlier, having to deal with things like payroll, having to deal with your clients on a regular basis, having to... You know, just bear the brunt of of the stress of having to deal and pay for your own health care, which is a huge stressor here. Something that, you know, your corporate job usually takes care of, right? That's something that you have to really set for yourself. I think the biggest thing and the biggest hurdle and the thing that I continue with and struggling with is boundaries and also delegating. Setting boundaries means, right, like not being on all the time for clients, for really anything within your business. And a huge thing that's helped me a lot to set boundaries, and one of the big boundaries I set is under-promising to over-deliver. That's such a big one. It's something that I've really been mindful of and trying to enact. And what does that mean, right? Like a client comes to you, they say, they're really excited, say they want to create this product or do this go-to-market strategy or revamp the system. And you're like, oh, I see it. I can do this. I can really service this for you. That's why you're paying me. Yeah, I'll turn this around in a couple of days. You do that enough, you start to run yourself ragged, right? So a different way to do that is, I know I can turn this around in a couple days, but how about I give myself a couple week horizon for that, right? And if I get it done earlier, great. I'll deliver it to them early. My client will be happy and I'll be happy because I don't, I haven't put myself in this pressure cooker. I think there's this expectation with entrepreneurship that if you're not putting in 80 hours a week, if you're not in this pressure cooker, you're not doing it right. And that couldn't be further from the truth. 
Now, don't get me wrong. At times there are, and there is a need for a sense of urgency, but to constantly have a sense of urgency in your business reminds you and takes you back to what? Corporate, right? I remember so many times when I would be given way too much work and expected to deliver for people that honestly I didn't care about and for results that really didn't matter, but to check a box. And so that's something that has been so crucial and has really actually helped me in pretty much every facet of my business and scaling is that first part of setting boundaries under promising to over-deliver. Another part of that is taking breaks. I think outside of all of that is when you're an entrepreneur, you feel like you're on. And in a lot of ways, you are on all the time. Because again, the buck stops with you. So you feel this overwhelming responsibility to get back to people really fast, to do and achieve all of your goals in the first part of the year, right? And realizing and stepping into the energy of a long game that, you know, in a lot of ways, some of these kind of woo-woo beliefs that are out there are in a way sometimes true, right? Like what is paid for you and what is there for you will remain there for you. And you have to have the confidence to attract that and the confidence to stand in it. And what does that mean, right? That's just like a large way of saying stay consistent and understanding that consistent doesn't mean perfect and consistent doesn't mean every single day. And that's a really hard lesson to learn and it's still something I struggle with. But I think between those two things that I just talked about, like these are things that aren't spoken about enough at length and at detail when starting entrepreneurship and well into entrepreneurship. I speak to so many entrepreneurs who have been in it five, 10 years who still struggle with this. And so it's really important to give yourself grace and understand that like, if this resonates with you and you're like, man, that's me, whether you're working corporate or whether you're having your own business, like both apply, give yourself some grace and understand that consistency doesn't mean every day, all the time. Something else that's been huge and it's something that I've been excited about, but it's been equally as overwhelming as delegation. Like I mentioned with the podcast in the beginning of the episode, you know, having these two solo episodes, hiring an executive assistant, getting her to do, you know, the podcast logistics, helping me with like research, those things I did on my own because I just didn't really take the time to stop and get off the hamster wheel and be like, is my time better spent somewhere else than this part of my business? And the answer is yeah, right? Like I love the value. This is probably my favorite part of entrepreneurship is doing this podcast, but also equally so my other favorite parts are doing events like I'm doing next week in LA and in Portland, which I'm super excited about, which I have details on below. Letting myself be more of an evangelist, allowing myself to take more meetings to help one-on-one with clients and also listeners that reach out to me. You know, that's been something that's been really top of list for me is connecting with the community and trying to figure out the best way for us to all come together. So between setting boundaries, between delegation, between reframing what it means to be consistent, um, (laughs) showing up and recording these episodes, you know, entrepreneurship is difficult. And a lot of the times it kind of brings out and can bring out kind of the worst of things that we've maybe felt in our corporate jobs it's not necessarily this big cure-all. And so if you're someone that's new to entrepreneurship, maybe you're well into it and feeling a little burnt out, or maybe you're in a flow, like these all serve as reminders that this path is so nonlinear and should be really customized to you, but also understanding right at the end of the day, like bills need to be paid, things need to be done. So if you fluctuate out of that and you're not perfect, you're not consistent, like that's, that's okay. And so I want to just be really honest there because, again, I see too much content around just this being honestly like effortless and easy. And it's far from that. 
So I hope this helped today. Like I mentioned, I'm really excited to get after some of these events that are going to be happening. We're going to be talking about a lot of these things at length because, you know, getting stuck really where we find people getting stuck the most is what we just spoke about, setting boundaries, your mindset, delegation, and just really making sure that you're being honest with yourself and building the life you want. So if you have more questions, if you want to talk more, as you know, you can always reach out to me, whether that's by email or by DM. I'm really proud of you. I hope you have a great rest of the week and I'll see some of you guys at my events next week. Let's start the year off strong. Download our unstuck budgeting guide to get unstuck in your finances to begin to understand your flow of money. Look, when I think back to when I really made a shift from living paycheck to paycheck to being able to invest and actually understand my retirement timeline, it all started with budgeting. So download our budgeting guide available in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Unstucked podcast. Visit us at unstucked.com and follow us on TikTok at Unstucked.